Hello and welcome to the She Reads Truth podcast. She Reads Truth creates beautiful, accessible Bible reading plans and resources to help you get into God's Word every day. Each week here on the podcast, we talk about what we're going to read together as a community this week. But this week, we are actually not going to do that. We are in the second of a three-episode series of bonus episodes. Is that right, Amanda? That's right. In case you missed it, we answered the question, what has reading the Bible with She Reads Truth meant for us, for me and Amanda? Go back and listen to that episode. We had a great conversation. I hope it's a huge encouragement to you. This week... On our bonus episode number two, we are answering a second question, but before we get to that, I probably should introduce my (laughs) co-host. Hello! Well, first of all, lovely job, Miss Rachel Myers. That's who (laughs) is speaking. And my name is Amanda Bible Williams, and we are so glad that you've joined us for this bonus episode number two. It's just been fun to kind of look at some of the questions that you have for us about Bible reading, about life as a woman in the Word, about She Reads Truth and the work that we do here. But before we do get started into today's question, which, get curious, um, I want to remind you that on May 22nd, we will be back to our regular rhythm of talking about what we're reading together in Scripture each week, and we'll be beginning the book of Amos together, which Amos is a minor prophet in the Old Testament, themes of justice. Mm -hmm. You've probably heard... Our team has loved this book. Yes. I'm very excited to read through it with you all and discuss it, and I know we're going to have questions, and I know we're going to learn so much. If you want to join us in reading Amos, you have a few days left to order your Amos study book from the shop and get it in your hands before the plan starts. And of course, if you're a subscriber, you may already have your copy. Lucky you, it is already either in your hand or on the way. Or on the way. And if you prefer a digital copy of the book, again, becoming more and more popular... I kind of love that. You can get it anytime. It's an instant download when you go to shopshereadthetruth.com slash Amos. All right, that's it. So, Rachel. Yes. Today, this week, what question are we going to answer? Okay, so there is a specific question, but we've kind of like pulled it from a curation, and curation will be a key word today, <laughs> of many questions. Yes. Y- y'all, we asked you on Instagram, you know, what questions do you have? And a lot of them came in, and they kind of circled around this core question of how do you choose your reading plans? Yes. And so like we're calling that our question for today, and it actually will give us the opportunity. I'm excited to kind of answer a handful of things. Right. We talk about a diff- couple different things. Right. Yeah, because I think this is a really good question because it's a perceptive question because it means that you've been around She Reads Truth long enough to know that, A, we are not reading straight through the Bible. Right. Which we would love for you to read Do that. straight through That's the Bible. Awesome. Yes. Bible and year plans that get really popular at the beginning of the uh, new calendar year, for example. Like those are good things. Do not hear us say that those are not good things. The approach that we take and that we have found works for us as individuals, works for our community, and really helps us grow in biblical literacy. That is simply just knowing what the Bible says. Right. 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 Is that we kind of have a few different types of reading plans that we do. But first, Rachel, before we even talk about those types, 
it might be helpful too to define what we mean by reading plan. Yeah, that's right. Because that also, depending on mm-hmm. what wonderful, re- there's so many wonderful resources, right? right? Mm-hmm. That can mean different things in different places. Yeah. So tell us what that means here. So when we say the word reading plan, or as Amanda pointed out, y'all astutely asked using those terms, reading plan, mm-hmm. Bible reading plan, we are talking about reading the Bible, and not necessarily like a devotional reading plan or anything like that. What we love to do at She Reads Truth, and I think something that makes us distinct, is that we curate Bible reading plans. And so if you read with us for the year of 2023, you are not going to read all of Scripture. You are not going to read straight through the Bible. But what you're going to get to do is not only be introduced to seasons of the church calendar, look at topics and ask the question, what does scripture say about this topic? But you'll also read through whole books of the Old Testament, whole books of the New Testament. And the thing that I love, I said we'd come back to the word curate. The thing that I love is that we curate those reading plans where you're not just reading through the book of Matthew or the book of Amos as we're looking forward to. Instead, in the book of Amos, if you're reading one of our study books, you're going to get every day, not just Amos, but passages from the New Testament, passages from the Old Testament, depending on what is relevant. The thing we love to do at She Reads Truth is invite, first and foremost, Scripture to interpret Scripture. Yeah, yeah. We want to know what the Bible says. We want to know how different chapters and books and parts of the Bible connect and speak about and to one another. And so in that, if you listened to last week's bonus episode, you heard us get really excited Mm -hmm. about how that is something that has come from being women in the Word of God every day for the last 10, 11 years for Rachel and I has been those connect the dots moments where we are beginning to learn more and more. And again, it's not just about knowledge of Scripture. It's the reason that is exciting mm-hmm. is because it helps us to understand who God is and the story that He has written, is writing, will continue to write. That's right. Not just in our own individual lives, but in the world. Yeah. And yeah. so, so yeah, so our reading plans here at She Reads Truth mean Bible reading plans where it is truly Scripture first, mm-hmm. and then we do have ancillary content like this podcast right? and like devotionals, mm-hmm. and, and then there's a lot of helpful information in each study book to help you yourself read and interpret Scripture. Yeah. Because that is not something that we seek to do for you. That is, we want, part of what drives our passion here is that we want our Bible reading plans and the resources that we create around them to train, not just you, to train us Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) to be women in the Word and to read and understand Scripture. It's funny, back in 2012, when She Reads Truth first started, and in many ways still now, it is not the norm or was not the norm for any given lay person to open Scripture as a part of their devotional time without any other words. I think maybe a better way to put that is, like Amanda, you and I have talked about this a lot of times, that especially at those early days of She Reads Truth, where we were combating the like, is it okay to just open Scripture and just read it for ourselves? Absolutely. Don't I need a devotional? Don't I need somebody to tell me what to do, how to answer questions, and or somebody who has a degree, or somebody who has been to seminary, something like that. Someone who was ordained. Yes. And we need those people in our lives, and we are very passionate about the local church and 
and being involved in a local faith community and having those people mm-hmm. to guide and shepherd us. And also, we as believers and followers of Jesus are not only allowed to mm-hmm. open mm-hmm. our Bibles on our own at any given time and read them, we are called to. It's for us. Yeah. The Bible's given to us so yeah. that we can know God. And that's exciting. Yeah. That's exciting. It's funny how audacious it felt at the beginning, but how like yeah. but now it's just like, yes. And so what you'll see, y'all listening, depending on how involved you've been with She Reads Truth over the years, or even if you're new to She Reads Truth, if you hold a study book in your hands, you're going to see that the format of that book mm-hmm. reflects the way that we think and talk and operate around Scripture. Like, you're going to open that book, and you are going to see every day's Scripture, that curation of, you know, Amos plus, you know, every given day printed right there in the book. What you won't see are devotionals printed in those books. Those are great. They're there. We provide them. You got to go somewhere else for that, because what matters most to us is that Bible reading plan. That's the first thing. Hey friends, hitting pause really quickly on this conversation because I want to tell you about our newest upcoming study. Beginning May 22nd, we're going to be opening the book of Amos together as a community. Now, of course, Amanda and I will be podcasting our way through this book, but you're not going to want to miss having a physical or digital study book with you as you go. And as you guys know, study books, that's where all of the scripture is printed right there in the book, not to mention all the extras that you can't get anywhere else. You're going to get the tips for reading Old Testament prophecy. You're going to get reflection prompts, note-taking space. It's really the space that you can explore and experience the whole She Reads Truth study all in one spot. And it's just such a great companion for listening to the podcast. Okay, books can be purchased at shopshereadstruth.com. And while you're there, consider getting a he and she bundle, which is such a great way to study scripture together as a couple. Also, if you want, grab a 12-card set. Those are such a nice thing to set out in your house, to memorize scripture, to hand to a friend. They're gorgeous, and they just keep you remembering to be a woman in the Word of God every day. Or you can grab a digital study book, which is page for page, the same as a physical study book, just digital. So you get it immediately, and you have it on your iPad or your phone or whatever you need. So plan to join us in the book of Amos beginning May 22nd as we explore together as a community God's heart for righteousness and justice. Head to shop shereadstruth.com slash Amos, A-M-O-S, now to shop the entire collection. That is shop shereadstruth.com slash Amos. Okay, back to the show. And so back to those types of reading plans, when you ask, how do we choose? And there are a lot of factors that I won't bore you with listing, but I think the more compelling thing to note is that mixture, right? That what we want is we want in any given year, Mm -hmm. as a woman in the Word with She Reads Truth, you are going to read through books of the Bible. Mm -hmm. So we will have books of the Bible reading plans, like the Amos one that will start in a couple weeks. And also topical plans, which is like Rachel said, where we take a topic and see what Scripture has to say about that topic. So if it's like names of God, the presence of God, a topical plan called Do Not Fear, Mm -hmm. Making Room, Morning and Dancing. One of my favorites was Faith and Practice. Faith and Practice. What is that? What do spiritual practices look like? What does Scripture say about that? So topical plans are really fun and exciting and a challenge for our team to create and a challenge that is always 
just a really fun one to take on. And then also the seasons of the church calendar. So Mm -hmm. we really love to follow kind of in the tradition of church history and orient parts of our year around the church calendar. So Lent, mm-hmm. you know, we will we just went through recently the season of Lent together as a community, the season of Advent. We mm-hmm. go through every year to mm-hmm. prepare to celebrate the birth of Jesus. And so when it comes to those are the types that we do and then when we curate those together, it really is just kind of keeping an eye toward that whole scripture view mm-hmm. that you talked about, mm-hmm. right? Where we're we're wanting to be all over the Bible. That's right. Yeah. And there is, I mean, like to answer that question really specifically, there is one day or sometimes two or three, depending on how long it takes, where we get the key people in the room, in the conference room, and we start with prayer. Then we look back, and then we look ahead, and where we really do kind of think about the buckets and, you know, yeah. where we want to fit some topical studies. And, we think about you all. And we think and about you all. what you need and what you've told us that you need and want. And we don't hesitate to repeat a book because I think there is, I mean, as silly as it sounds, there may be 66 books of the Bible, but there is not a single book of the Bible that is one and done. That's there is right. no book of the Bible that you have finished. That's right. And and so anytime we get a chance to revisit a book of the Bible feels like a win. Yeah. And now I am thinking, because I bet people listening there are going to ask, have we as a community read every book of the 66? And the answer is so close. So close, you guys. We're like, so close. So stinking close. What is left? <laughs> okay. The book of Jude, the little tiny but mighty book of Jude. Such an important book. I can't believe so in almost 11 years that we haven't read Jude yet, but he just hasn't fit into a book, and he is going to? He will. He will. We will get to him. We also have not yet read the book of Numbers. Okay. Ooh, that'll be good. Which that will be fantastic, and it is coming. It will come. Well, here's the thing. We did Leviticus last fall, and I dreaded it, and then I loved it. Yeah. Loved it. It's those books that we, like, dread is such a terrible word to use when we're talking about scripture, but like, I don't know, like, I feel like it's got a reputation. Mm -hmm. Anyway, the way that I loved Leviticus makes me really excited for when we do get to numbers. Right, right. We're going to do them, and that will be exciting. And also, I love that almost that we have to really think hard to think, which books have we covered? Which books have we not? Because the truth is that we have read from each of those books at many points. Yes, yes. Because they've been part of the curated reading plans. But so when we say we haven't gotten to them yet, is that we haven't had a dedicated reading plan to read through those books. So A study book bearing its name. We haven't had that yet. That's right. So Rachel, in Kind of coming under the umbrella of that question, yeah. I think, is also the question of like, okay, but how do you decide what's in your study books? Okay, because yeah. Because for every reading plan, right. we create a printed and digital study book right. that you can buy. So like, what matters to us about what goes in those books? Okay. I actually like that we're addressing this next. That feels really good. And I, I think let's use Amos as our example just good, because yeah. that's what's coming in two weeks already. And so then as we get to Amos in two weeks, we'll be like, oh, yeah, we talked about this. Mm-hmm. So the next thing, once we know, okay, well, it's time to start producing the book of Amos. That goes to, in our editorial department, there is a team that sits down and prays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they read 
the scripture and they more than once <laughs> repeatedly <laughs> yes. and and really deep dive into like what is the best curation this is not a quick google this That's is right. there is no existing resource that tells us what additional passages to include with each day. Mm-hmm. That's just like the good, hard, worth at work that we do here. Right. And then from there, like there's a presentation to the creative team, to the marketing team, and the creative team. Also, anyone that works on that book is required to read that book, to know it, to understand the content. And then comes something that I love, like a part that I love. And if you've had a study book in your hands or a digital study book on Mm -hmm, your tablet, mm -hmm. you will see that one of the first spreads in any book is called Design on Purpose. And so we design every study book on purpose so that the design, the aesthetic, would reflect the content of the scripture that we're reading. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, something that we have said from the early days of when we were creating study books is that... Scripture is already beautiful. Yeah. Scripture doesn't need us. God's word doesn't need us to do or say anything to make it more relevant, more true, more beautiful. It's already those things. In fact, there's nothing we can do to make it more relevant. Exactly. Yeah. And we also feel strongly that beauty matters to God. I mean, look at creation. Look at the detailed designs of the tabernacle and the temple and descriptions and revelation of what glory will be like. Mm-hmm. You know, we know that that matters to God and we, we feel it is not just appropriate, but so important that, that we pair God's already beautiful word, mm-hmm. the gospel with a beautiful aesthetic. That's right. And so that's something that we've always been passionate about. It's something that our team is really gifted at doing. Yeah. And so when you're asking, well, like, how do you design your study books? What matters about (laughs) that is it's done with care. Yeah. Yeah. From the content to the design, you know, with the content, we want it to be really thoughtful. Mm -hmm. We want to give you the tools to and to ourselves, like a lot of times, yeah. Rachel and I are the recipients. Yeah, of you know, long gone are the days where we are creating the content that goes in these books. Yeah, yeah. And so we receive the blessing of these books and the way that they help to guide us through the scripture. Mm-hmm. And so we want to be really thoughtful about what's included. We want to give tools that don't just say interpret the scripture for you, but Better than that, we want to give you the tools so that you can yeah. interpret for yourself. I haven't even seen, the, I haven't opened the Amos book yet. I'm excited to. That's oh, what I'm doing yeah. this week. But I would bet there is an extra in that book that explains to the reader how to read Old Testament prophets. Yeah. Like, they're just the, like, how to read this genre is one of the things that we want to make sure people know how to do. That's right. It's just the equipping. And that's something that's really important to us. I'm thinking back to, that design on purpose spread and thinking yeah. back to like even some like recent books that we've done for Lent, you remember like the molded clay yes. um, and like throughout the book, you got to like see the progression of this like wad of clay that became these like beautiful works of art. Yeah. And I think about Living Hope, which came right after Lent mm-hmm. um, that we also just finished and like all that like hanging stained glass, which was hanging in our office. It was so cool. And I was like, can we leave this? This is like coolest art installation because they photographed it from all these angles. But like the thing about it wasn't just like, let's make some beautiful art. It was like, we want to like, here's our concept. Like we want to hang yeah. the stained glass so that as you look at it from different angles, you see the beauty in different ways of yeah. like there's mystery to it. And there's like 
beauty to life in Christ, and it looks different for different people in different ways. Yeah. And all of that, the clay, the stained glass, the graphic, like art, the photo, like everything included in our books is inspired by the text. Exactly. Right? And yeah. it, and there's not a one-to-one. We're not illustrating what's happening in Scripture, but we're engaging yeah. our imaginations and creativity. Mm-hmm. And that's what the gospel does, yeah. you all. Like yeah. as you... As you immerse yourself in Scripture daily, it stops becoming a compartmentalized part of your day or your life or your world. It begins to infiltrate you, and mm-hmm. inf- you know it infiltrates me. It infiltrates the way that I look at the world around me, and I don't have the gift of visual art and creativity (laughs) as part of the way that God made me. And so it brings me so much joy, and it inspires and drives me when I look at these talented women on our team who— And a couple of men. And a couple of men. got a couple of guys. That use their gifts— to reflect back mm-hmm. what they see in God's Word and yeah. what it means to them. And so all of this to say, it is such a joy and an honor and a privilege to be part of and to witness the creating of these resources yeah. that it, we get to offer to you all. Yeah, it would be so much easier to not do it this way. It would be it really so would. much easier to like find an existing Bible reading plan and then just to like slap a design on it. That oversimplifies it, but like just design whatever we want and template it in. Like there is a much easier way to do the thing that we're doing, but it is so important to us. Like yeah. and not just to me and Amanda, but to every person on the She Reads Truth team, they share this that is so important that we go first mm-hmm. and that like our work, the thing that we do and offer to the community is this going first and this like, we did this so that you can do this too. We have this phrase at the office and we say it to each other often that the work we do is good, hard, worth it work. And we Mm -hmm. hope that that shows. Yeah. And I think that you will find as you read scripture, that too is good, hard, worth it work. Yeah. Yeah. It is not easy and we don't mean to make it look easy. It is a joy and a delight. Mm-hmm. It is also a wrestling. It's okay and to acknowledge that things are hard, but they're also good and worth that's it. That's right. Most good worth it things are hard. Yeah. At some point mm-hmm. or sometimes always. And so yeah, and it's important to us that we go first. It's important to us that scripture is always at the center. Yeah. That it's always the thing that we are pointing to. So all of this, you all, is not to say, look at this amazing stuff that we get to do. No. It is amazing, and we're so glad that we get to do it. Yes. The point of this is, look what Scripture is. Look at the beauty of it. Yeah. And that it is worth all of this good hard worth at work and so much more because the joy and reward Mm -hmm. of knowing God through Mm -hmm. His Word is the foundation of everything Mm -hmm. that happens. And I hope, I pray Mm -hmm. that that is true and continues to be true, that everything that happens Mm -hmm. in this building and under the name She Reads Truth, that it always not be about us. It is about God and His Word. And we want you guys to join in that. That's why we're telling you about it. We we want to invite you in. We tell our team often, like, y'all are the chief door holders. Mm -hmm. Like, we want to be, or the chief inviters. And that's what we want to do. We want to create something that is beautiful, accessible, as we say in the intro to this podcast. Yeah. Everything that we do. So the podcast, for example, 
our main goal for the podcast is to invite you and to get you excited about actually reading scripture. That's right. Our main goal for every devotional is to make sure that you understand the importance of scripture and that you are there yeah. more than anywhere else. Our main goal for the every study book is please come, please read. And that's yeah. what we want to be at She Reads yeah. Truth. And so every Bible reading plan, whatever we do, the answer to this question is we hope that the work that we do here and under the name She Reads Truth, like Amanda said, invites you to grow in affection for God and for His Word. Yeah. And so you've heard us say so many words yes. about what Scripture means to us, about what being a woman in the Word of God with She Reads Truth how that has impacted us. And we know that you have those stories too. Yeah. And and the frustrating thing about being podcast hosts is that we only hear our own voices. Often we a one-sided often, conversation. That's right. <laughs> we do often welcome in guests and to have them as part of that conversation. But we don't get to hear from you. Yeah. And we love our guests, but we want to hear from you. We want to hear your voices and hear your heart. And so we've created a way for you to share that with us. So if you have a story of something that you're learning in Scripture, of a way that being a woman in the Word of God with She Reads Truth has changed you or something in your life, or has helped you endure Mm -hmm. um, some really hard things or find joy Mm -hmm. in your day-to-day, we want to hear from you. So we have a place that you can go. It's shereadstruth.com slash voicemail. And we invite you to just leave those tidbits there. And if you have questions for us for future episodes like this, we would love the ability to not only hear and answer your question, but to share you Mm -hmm. in your own words and voice asking your questions. And so yeah. we may use what you leave there in a future episode. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited about this because, like you said, Amanda, it feels a little one-sided, and I want to hear y'all's voices, and I want to yeah. hear your stories or your questions, whatever it is. So shereadstruth.com slash voicemail. Okay, friends, we will be back here next week with one more bonus episode, a really good question mm-hmm. that I am excited to see what shape that conversation takes. And then the week after that, we'll start the book of Amos together mm-hmm. on May 22nd. Go grab your books in the shop, shopshereadtruth.com slash Amos. And until next week, Rachel, what do we always, always tell our friends? Keep opening your Bibles. <laughs>